Welcome to Pondering Passages. I'm Kurt Austin. My friend David Mullins and I are going to meet together today and talk about Psalm 13. I cannot wait. It's going to be a great conversation, I'm assuming. I mean, they always are. And uh, Psalm 13 is just one of those beautiful psalms, almost just like the the quintessential psalm, uh, what you would expect to see when you're looking at that. So I can't wait to hear what Dave has to think about it. Can't wait to hear what uh, you might have to think about it. So join us. We'll come right back and you can be a part of that conversation. We'll see you then. Welcome to Pondering Passages. Thank you for joining us. Uh, my friend, real good friend right there, David Mullins. I'm right here. And He's I'm right here there. With, and uh, uh, Kurt Austin. Right. Kurt Austin. Year. So we are uh, joined together here by the hip uh, as it comes to pondering passages. We're like Siamese twins related to the Psalms. And so we've been doing this now for a couple of years, which is just crazy to me. It is. And we are talking about Psalm 13 today. Uh, Dave, uh, I, I know you hate this, this question, but what'd you think of Psalm 13? What didn't I think of Psalm 13? <gasps> Ooh, even a better question. What didn't you think about Psalm 13? Well, I'm, I'm going to save it, uh, cause I, you know, something happens here and I think it, it takes quite a bit of, of interpretation. All right. Well, let's yeah. dive right in. Let's not waste any time. Oh. So, uh, as we're talking about this, um, verses one and two. Uh, oh Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever, forever. Yeah, there's a big there question mark there. Forever? Yeah, you, you have to do the inflections forever. Yeah, you got to do it up forever. How long will you look the other way? How I, I'm hanging out with too many Canadians. They always end their their sentences with questions. How long must I struggle with anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will you uh, will my enemy have the upper hand? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't know what you noticed. One of the things I noticed here uh, was the first verse. Oh, Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? Actually, yeah, uh, forever. That is, uh, you know, God has just forgotten. But then that second line, how long will you look the other uh, way? Right, right. Yeah, that it's not. A, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's an intentional turning around, turning away yeah. from. Yeah. Um, I, what What do you think of that? I so I just was listening to this morning. We we we've been studying Moses at uh, our small group, and uh, so I pulled up. We, we really this is an interesting thing that we we all struggled with the actual biblical story of Moses because in our minds we have the Ten Commandments with Charlton Heston and we have the Prince of Egypt the cartoon and we have all of these images that are there above and beyond but uh, the opening song from the Prince of Egypt is when will you deliver us how why it has taken so long what is it that you're you know and so this crying out over and over and over again. And that perfectly aligns with the story of Exodus, where for 400 years. So there's a point, and I do wonder if there's a point where you start with the, I've been, for, they forgot. They just forgot. Yeah. Right. But after time, after pain, after experience, you start to say, you're not just forgetting, you're looking the other way. This is intentional. This is hurtful. 
Yeah. In in this relationship we have with each other is now an intentional slight against who I am. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm right there. Uh, and, and I wonder, you know, what was going through the psalmist's mind at this? Uh, it, you know, and, and maybe he, he I don't want to look into the psalmist's mind. I have no idea. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to put myself in that place. You know, how long will you forget me? So I've been forgotten. I mean, that's not a good thing to begin with. Oh no. Really? What's, what's better to be forgotten or the fact that someone is intentionally looking the other way. I don't yeah. know. I don't know which is better. It's different. You could take a, uh, we had friends that, um, well, no, my daughter, my daughter and son-in-law on their first anniversary, they both forgot when they got married <laughs> one, one year in. <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't bode well for the future. Well, no, it's, it's, you know, I mean, it's, it's a, when you forget sometimes it's just, you know, you forgot. It's not, yeah. it's not intentional. However, right. if instead of that, you knew it and you ignored it. That does kick it up, doesn't it? Right. It changes yeah. it. Yeah. So how long will you look the other way? Verse two, yeah. how long must I struggle with anguish in my soul? That is just, be I mean, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, really tells that story with sorrow in my heart every day. Sorrow in my heart every day. I, I think there's a lot of folks that are kind of in that that place. Uh, yep. There's there's an yep. underlying sorrow. Uh, there's an underlying sadness. Yeah, that is always just there under the surface. And you know, we yeah. we might plant a lot of things on top of that sorrow, but yet if we dig down even just a little bit, it's right there. things that trigger that, right? That bring it to the surface. Um, and you wonder, you know, let's go back to the Egypt, to the uh, Israelites living in Egypt for 400 years. There's probably days where it's just, it's, it's just stinks to be there. Yeah. And then there are other days where the toil of their labor or the brutality of their masters brings that right up. Yeah. The, the, this is just, I cannot bear this anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that, that could be really hard. How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Yeah. Again. And, and, the, and I want, and, and it isn't in there, but I wonder if you can take that uh, first line where he says forever and kind of add it to the end of all of this. Cause that's really oh, what he's man. wondering. Oh man, that's a great, that, that is great. That'd be great uh, liturgical reading as a church. I mean, if oh, you were, yeah. or if you were, you know, let's say you're, for, oh, this is a, uh, this is for you then next Easter when it, when, uh, Monday, Thursday, yeah. you know, good Friday, this is an unbelievable passage that could be liturgical. How long, O oh Lord, will you forget me? The whole congregation asks forever, forever. How long will yeah. you look the other way forever? forever? Yeah. You know, oh, it's just, that's, uh, that would be, that'd be beautiful. Yeah. Oh, uh, heartbreaking and beautiful. Heartbreaking for sure. Anything else on this? I don't think so. Verse verse three, uh, 
you know, he then gives the, I guess, the request, uh, turn and answer me, O Lord, my God. And I love this. Restore the, restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. I like in verse three, the verse, the first sentence ends with an exclamation point. Mm, yeah. Turn and answer, Turn and answer me. Oh me. my God. I mean, there's like, there's yeah. this exclaiming that's happening. There's this, uh, uh, it's not just a request. It's a, it's a statement that, yeah. that needs an answer. Yeah. Verse and, four, don't let my enemies gloat saying we have defeated him. Don't let them rejoice at my downfall. And, and that's a big thing, uh, you know, to be, to, to have just this public humiliation, this public failure, this public fa- uh, shame. Mm-hmm. And it really seems, you know, he's, he's concerned that, you know, his enemies will see what's going on and will uh, take joy in that thinking that they had a part of his defeat that were and rejoicing, rejoicing at the downfall, gloat and rejoice. Yeah. That's Uh, go ahead. Well, it's just the humiliation of that. Yeah. Right. It's not, it's not a matter of that, that they've uh, beaten me physically. It's a matter that they are standing over me mocking. I I immediately go to the picture of Muhammad Ali when Mm. that picture of him standing over, I don't remember which, what was the other boxer? It wasn't Foreman, um, was it? May have been Foreman, where he's just shouting down at him. Yeah, yeah. They 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 give uh, technicals now for that in basketball. If you look down at your opponent yeah. after, yeah, yeah, yeah. It and I think verse four, uh, and this is very much a side note. I I think we have to be careful that we don't play the part of the enemy. Uh, you know how many folks you kind of see them living a certain way and then all of a sudden they're gosh, how do I phrase this? Uh, th- there's a comeuppance, you know, mm. well, they got what they deserved. One of those attitudes. I think that's rejoicing at someone's downfall. And I think we have to be very careful or maybe I should speak more for myself. I have to be very careful if there's someone that let's say, uh, let's say it's a, it's a political thing. I'm not going to get specific here, so Kurt, don't get too concerned. Uh, <laughs> but it, it's a political thing, and you're on one side, and they're on the other side, and then all of a sudden something happens, and you are showing to be right, and they are showing to be wrong, vastly wrong. Yeah. It's easy to gloat and just say, yeah. "See, told you so." Tried to yeah. tell you. Try to. I I don't know if it's ever helpful to rejoice at anyone's downfall. Mm. You know, even those that we hope don't succeed, uh, because we believe that if they succeed, it will be bad for everyone. Uh, but I, th- I think it's that rejoicing at the downfall that, uh, I don't know. I, what, what, what do you think of that? Am I, am I way off? No, I like, I like that. I, you know, so many times it's, e- it's really easy to read the Psalms and say, uh, that this applies to David or this applies to that generation in Israel or this applies yeah. to other people. But when you put it in, you know, uh, what do they call that? They call that Disney princess, uh, theory where I'm the, I'm the, the chosen one in every story, oh. right? I'm, I put myself there. Well, what happens if you instead turn around and say, what if I'm the enemy that's gloating? Yeah. 
you know, what if I'm the person who's rejoicing at other people's downfalls? Wow. Yeah. And that, and that person in fact is praying for restoration for, uh, from me. Yeah. I'm the pro I'm the problem. And yeah. uh, it's really helpful to look at things from that different perspective because we always like to think that we're the one that God loves most. You, you know what? When you were saying that, a thought came to my mind. We we are we are somebody's problem. <laughs> <laughs> we we might not who, know who that is, but we are somebody's problem. that there are people in our lives that, you know, the, the, we have to be really careful though. The other side of that is that we, we think people think about us a lot more than people think about us. Hmm. Okay. So we, we, we give, we give, uh, you know, it's like, oh my gosh, what did I say to Jimmy? He's going to be so upset. Jimmy didn't even remember it. You know, I've done yeah. that. I've written letters to people to apologize. And they're like, what are you talking about? I, it, I don't even remember you doing that. There's uh -huh. another side to that. I had oh, someone that was mad at me for two weeks and I had no idea. Yeah. 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 I, I, I had said something just story. in passing. I didn't think anything yeah. of it, uh, but it was, you know, we're all triggered by something and yes. you, you don't know other people's triggers and they don't know yours. And so sometimes you just accidentally step into one of those triggers or set one of those triggers off and you might not know anything about it. Yeah. It's a um, land. So there yeah. are landmines out there. Yeah. It goes both ways. <laughs> and then there's a shift, isn't there? Am I remembering this correctly? You are, in fact, remembering this correctly. But yeah. it's, it's the big, it's the big but with one T. I trust in your unfailing love. Let's go back. Let's go back and look at that verse four again. Don't yeah. let the enemies gloat, saying we've defeated him. Don't let them rejoice in my downfall. But I trust in your unfailing love. I will rejoice because you have rescued me. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me. It seems out of place. It, it, it does not to me. Um, so one of the commentaries, we try to avoid really quoting a lot of commentaries, but there was a fantastic insight that this is a psalm that has three parts. The yeah. first part, verses one and two, five lines long, uh, is the is the the protest. This is the situation, God. Right. This is the this is the terrible thing that is happening in my life, and I love the fact that the psalmist uses five lines to tell the protest. It's like let's just get it on the table, right? Let me tell you all about it. The second is the petition where he's saying, you know, God, can you please, he's asking. And the third after the petition is five, verses five and six. And technically it's only three lines because the, I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me could be one line is the praise. 
So you have you have that protest, the petition, and the praise, and you've got this. It it, it is the quintessential psalm layout. Yeah. Here's the problem. Here's what I need. Thank God you're big enough to make that happen. Yeah. The 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 one piece in here that kind of throws it out of crux is the past tense uh, of uh, verse five, uh, because you have rescued me. Uh, and, and so I, I think there's is some it, question of whether this was added in later uh, or, you know, they don't know what, they don't know how this was used, uh, you know, in the worship of Israel. And so it could have been uh, the fact that a priest said this, or the congregation said this, or mm-hmm. you know, just just really don't know. But it's it is interesting that verse five is in past tense. Uh, but is it a, is it a complete past tense, or is or is it a what what is it called what's it called when it's um, it's past and present? Perfect. You, the perfect. So you, you, you yeah, haven't, I, it's not that you just rescued me in the past. It's that you're doing it today and we know that you're going to do it in the future kind of a thing. Yeah. I, you know, I, Hebrew operates differently than what, like the Greek would. I think there are different tenses. Okay. Uh, All right. See, I'm not, both. I'm, I don't know but, the Greek. I mean the, the Hebrew. Yeah. But I, I think, you know, sometimes you kind of have to trust the translations when you don't understand. And and we probably should have looked at other translations to see if any of them had this in a mm-hmm. present tense or a future. Okay, tense. let's do this. Anybody who's listening, uh, go ahead and and uh, look that up for us. Put that in the chat. All right. Um, put that down below or uh, send us a, a note through our Facebook or uh, Instagram and let us know, does verse 5 in any other translation, any other uh, version that you're reading, whether it's any other except for the message, don't use the message. Yeah. We want, yeah. We want you know, ESV or NIV or King, even King James for that matter. What's, yeah. What is the tense of verse 5? I will, will rejoice because you have rescued And this is why I said at the beginning, it takes some interpretation, you know, because you could read it as like, like you did, you could read it as, well, maybe this was afterwards. Maybe he was, had so much faith that he was speaking in the present, but looking toward the future when he was rescued or, and this is where I, I land. Uh, he's, he has been rescued, maybe not in this situation, right? Yes. But he has been rescued in the past at some point. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. now he will sing because, because this is the shift of faith, you know, and, and where we all find ourselves because we're all in the middle of something. But the question is, can we say verses five and six, honestly? even though we're going through uh, you know, a, difficult, a difficult time. 
Well, it's certainly a reminder of how we're going to get through that difficult time. It is yeah. not of our own strength. There's nothing in here where the Psalms, and a lot of Psalms are like, you know, God shatter their teeth, break their arms, dash them against the rocks. None of those things. In this, it is, here's my problem. Um, I really need you to step into this and help me, not kill them, but help me. And and this is the way this is going to, this is the this is where I put my trust. Um, unfailing because of your, un, which the, that's the Hesed, right? The unfailing love. Yeah. It never ends. It never goes away. And I, I honestly, I think it would have just been very poetic. I will sing to the Lord because he is good to me forever. If, yeah. if he, he, if he had just ended with, and rather than on a question mark, a forever, forever, forever period. Yeah. Yeah. I would have loved that. What, what was he yeah. thinking? Man, he missed an opportunity. I know. Right. I know. Right. That was an opportunity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, that is just beautiful. Any other thoughts about the passage in, in total? I don't know. I, you know, it would have been maybe a little bit more helpful if you would say, I will rejoice because you will rescue me. I mean, that, that, uh, that's kind of what I encourage people to, to have faith, but yeah. you know, he, he says rescued, but maybe, well, the only reason we have faith, I guess, is because of what God has done in the past. And we know that, God will be faithful in the future. Yeah. I mean, that's the story. That's the, I was telling you earlier about um, what we did on Wednesday night, the story of Moses. You can't look at the story of Moses anywhere uh, from the, from his birth, right? He was rescued from the water. Yeah. Well, that's, that starts the entire story. Yeah. Right. Every, everything that Moses experienced has to go back to the fact that God rescued him. Now, it didn't change the really unfortunate circumstances he found himself in as he was wandering the desert or as he's taking care of sheep or he's leading the Israelites, but he could always say, he, God rescued me. Yeah. And I, I think we have to reflect on that um, in, when we're in our absolute darkest times. When has God rescued you before? This, you, you didn't get to this age. When has God stopped God stepping rescuing in? you? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, when? Never, right? Never. Yeah, never. Yeah. Um, and so where we find ourselves can be unsettling. It can be hurtful. It can be um, just really a struggle, but doesn't mean that God hasn't, although, you know, we think he's stopped, you know, stopped listening to our cry and turned his back. But in fact, he has rescued me. So. Yeah. All right. Well, this is beautiful. Thank you so much for those of you who are uh, seeing this on um our website, PonderingPassages.com. So glad that you were able to uh, join us today. Uh, you will see our podcast there. You will see blogs. Dave added a blog list last month. And very, very nice. And uh, and so we you know we keep, try to keep up. This isn't our day job. So we try to add content and to help help with that. If you have, if you want to follow us through uh, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, then you can do that as well. And we would love to hear your thoughts about what's happening with uh, your life and how God is speaking to you through the passages. Any parting words, David? No. The Doctor Reverend David Mullins, right there. Did I do that right, or is it Reverend Doctor? I don't know. <laughs> I always have to look it up. I don't do it very often. All right. Okay. Well, uh, thank you all for joining us, and we will see you back here next week where we do Psalm 14. We'll see you then. Yes. Goodbye. 
did I ever did I ever tell you the the game I used to play with our kids? This is kind of a bad game. Uh-uh. We called it hipster or homeless. <laughs> Were they very good at figuring it out? It was hard sometimes. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> <laughs>